Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called You Can Really Live Basic Instructions. I had heard it was meaningful, and everybody knows it is the best selling book of all time, right? So I got out the one my aunt gave me for graduation and started reading it. Let's just say I didn't get far. You gotta be kidding me with this stuff. The Bible? Yeah, no thanks. Just not interested anymore. To which I respond, I'm not surprised. B-I-B-L-E. Someone called it basic instructions before leaving Earth. It's just what he said. The guy above? The best-selling book of all time. By the latter half of 2018... The New Testament is now translated into some 1,521 languages, while the whole Bible is in 670 languages. That is, out of 7,099 living languages today. The Bible is also available in 30-plus English language translations and paraphrases. There are patriotic designs and notes, manly covers with devotionals designed for men inside, teenage girl-appropriate designs with cool graphics, compact designs to carry in a backpack, and coffee table heirloom sizes to hand down to loved ones. But the experience of the guy above? So common. He picks up his black leatherette gift Bible, serious about reading it, and logically starts at the beginning like most other books, right? All good until he runs headlong into stuff that is nigh unto impossible to understand and certainly seems to offer no application in any way to his life these days. And to further confound, the text is not in chronological order. How to make sense of it anyway? And why, after all? In the last number of morning briefings, I have built a case for reading the Bible. It tells us how we got here. The creation in Genesis 1. That God created the heavens and earth, then mankind, intending perfect harmony with the people he created. But loving them so much did not want to coerce them into relationship, but gave them free will. To choose good or evil, to love God and follow him, or go their own way. With sin corroding and eroding the world, God makes a plan for salvation, chooses a people, creates a bloodline for the saving one, records the history of that people in the land and in exile, prophesies of the saving one's coming, tells of the Savior's birth, and the exact fulfillment of many prophecies, chronicles Jesus' ministry of love, teaching, service, and redemption, records his arrest, mock trials, crucifixion, and miraculously, his rising from the grave, making him victorious over death. And then, the rest of the Bible tells the story of the establishing of the Christian church, following those who took the Savior's love to other lands and people groups, teaching how grace, made possible only through the Savior, changes everything. And that one day, on a day no one knows but the Father alone, Jesus, Messiah, will come again, 
establishing a new heaven and a new earth where there will be only joy and light forever. There will be no sorrow or pain, and the sights and sounds will be beautiful. No thing imagined on earth will even compare to that glorious day. There you go. The Cliff's Notes of the Scriptures from 35,000 feet above. Literally, as I wing my way from Southern California to New York City, where I will be doing some spirit time at Brooklyn Tabernacle. So that prompts a thought. Every so often, I FaceTime with my daughter, Amy, and her four children who live in Wake Forest, North Carolina, for the bunch who just added into these here morning briefings. Bennett is almost five, Alyssa is two and a half years old, and identical twins, Lincoln and Logan, are seven and a half months old. While FaceTiming is not the same as holding the babies or playing with Bennett and Alyssa, it is the next best thing to bridge the 3,000-mile gap between us. I get to hear their voices and see their facial expressions, see what they are doing, and even participate in a small way. Now check it out. Wouldn't it be cool to have a contact listed on your iPhone under H for Holy Spirit? You could tap it, and after a brief moment, the spirit would materialize in some form. Then you could have a little spirit time and hang up feeling much more connected to God. (laughs) Well, in a different way, we can. See, when we can think of God, desire to communicate with Him, invite Him to come, another way of saying pray to God, and illumine our minds with His wisdom so we can read and grasp the truths of scriptures, then we can do a little work to establish a framework for understanding the gift of God's words. Yes, the inspired Word of God for our lives. That's spirit timing. We can seek to understand the people to whom and the time in which it was originally written and how it set up the course of history. With the eyes of our hearts and minds readied, we can then grab a hold of Scripture and understand how God wants us to live and the purpose for which we are to live and just do it. Really live. Yep, we can. So let's, you can really live with basic instructions.